0: The NBA season is heating up and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with $25,000 Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, dot Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more.
0: Thursday episode, welcome in. Jesse is here. Wow. Jesse, feeling like your co- co-host today or are you taking, taking the reins again? A lot of good feedback to your hosting on Monday, by the way. You know what? Um, I heard all about it. People like you. You heard all about it. Uh, Two people separately called you. Said Jesse is a prince. I want to go. That's
2: a true story. Wait, they said prince. They said the uh, word. Matt. Prince? Matt. Matt on Facebook said prince. Here's the thing, guys. Um,
0: big picture.
2: No, is that, is no, that, we're not we there yet. I'm not ready for a big picture yet. My back hurts, guys. I don't know if you've seen the massage. Do you guys know what a do you know what a massage gun is, Mike? Have you seen a massage gun? It's like a, it looks like a (laughs) gun-shaped massage tool that basically just, if you dig it into your muscle, I was told like it's supposed to help. I got the tightest hamstrings you've ever seen. Can you hear my dogs, by the way, going nuts? I'm talking about my hamstrings, not the dogs. I'm concerned about the hams. Don't worry about that. The hams hams. are incredibly tight. And my wife really, she just, there are multiple different heads. Where are we going She went in there with the heart. What? It doesn't. Bottom line is I'm very sore today. I feel hey. like I worked out, which we all know that's not possible. So are we getting any sort of, of an update on?
0: today on Operation Healthy Jess or are we leaving that alone? We, we uh, don't need to.
1: They're would, going nuts. There's a I guy walking a dog. To
0: talk about all it. I can hear are the dogs now. This
2: is brutal. Well, I'm glad the show. You hear? Gotten, you
0: must be able to hear that. I did hear it. I heard it. Yeah. This is why we're moving. <sighs> I don't want any people around me when the dogs go nuts. The new room, by the way, much bigger than this one, will be an actual studio. You want
2: to? You want to? They will be just room. getting
0: tossed outside. I am very excited. Also, we sold the house yesterday, so I was excited about that. That's why I'm in such a great mood. To, I don't know if you could tell. I'm in a very good mood today.
2: I'm so we have established that if you make money in the week, you're happy. Thus, the the bad LeBron uh, returns is what caused your downturn in the last couple of weeks.
0: In general, I'm not a good... Oh, well, I just looked at Ethereum, too. So, okay. We're going to just... We're going to stay on point today. What Big, big picture. Did I do Big that right? picture. Do you um, want to start with the news thing? People like that news segment. You want to start with that? I don't care. We do whatever uh, you want. Straight Fox homie. Tom Brokaw. Here's what I would like to do. Let me just give you a preview so you and I are on the same page because me and Jesse have not spoke... We didn't speak at all yesterday. No, it was
2: weird. I don't know that we spoke at all Tuesday. When did we swim? Monday. Monday. Ooh, we didn't talk for two days. That's why That's why two when I called days. you this morning, I knew something felt weird. Jesse called me and said, hey, bud. <laughs> you can always tell by the tone. That's what I like
0: about Jesse. Jesse is just transparent as it gets. There's no hidden agenda there.
2: That's right. I hey, am very bud. straightforward. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. You were in a better this is place. This the banter people are looking for. Can we talk Has about the text minutes? message your father sent me and that's why I texted you? He was... Papa Gio, out.
0: that's right. My dad, who has <laughs> recently got an iPhone. Here's another great dad. I love stuff. that your you dad. I don't really has care. About talking about- You guys know, everything's in a dip right now. Anybody who's bought cards is getting killed. The hobby's dying. Everybody's just selling stuff and leave. <laughs> Fine. All right, card minutes over. Back to my dad, who people really oh, want to know. Oh. One, Papa Gio. Yep. He's not a senior. His name is Michael Giuseppe as well. Different middle names. You don't want to get yourself confused there. I had to send him up an iPhone because he ruined his phone a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he mm-hmm. sent him up his first iPhone, iPhone 10 who's the old one I had, so we sent it up to him. He does construction still. Of course, he ruins everything he touches, phone-wise. That's... Come they, on. He's like, man, the phone's dead. I'm going to Verizon to get a new phone. They just had to clean out the charging port. little compressed air, some tweezers. Clean that sucker right up. Brand new phone. That is how my father listens to this podcast. He is all Apple iPhone. Now, he doesn't know how to use it, but he that's what
2: he's using. He knows I'll tell how to you, text he knows, he knows well enough to use it to text me and he text let you? me know uh, that... He appreciated me carrying his son on Monday's episode. That's I, funny. I, returned did he say anything about he
0: appreciates his son carrying him through life? No,
2: I, I, anything returned, along those
0: lines when they're dead. No,
2: that's fine. No, I returned the message and saying that you've carried me plenty of times and that can't be easy. Fat joke. That's and a good joke. It went Offer over. Offer well.
0: rescinded. You know what, <laughs> old man, stay in New Hampshire. No, I've been trying to get the
2: coming down. All right, he can come down. That's fine. Okay,
0: big pick.
2: Big. After you've gone ahead and crushed everyone's hopes News. and dreams on the card News market. with Jesse. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I do have some uh, straight facts, homie, for you. First off. Slow week. We haven't talked a lot about the the market. Uh, not the sports cards market. The stock market. Um, let's talk about tops for a second. Um, recently, they reported Q1 earnings. They were up 55%. Um, $166 million And yet uh, maybe some of you have noticed uh, they're not their stock is not up very much at all. Um, In fact, they are down almost below eleven dollars a share right now. From the report I saw, some analysts are thinking that this may be the time to buy in. However, however, this is going to be an opportunity for all you who think that the card market has a life beyond the last six months to a year to really make some money. If you think that there's an opportunity here, now's the time to buy in. I, if you think one, tops is going to surge going I, forward. Yes. I, well, and maybe not even surge, but this is a low point. The investor, the article I read, they do think that this is a low point and they will be uh, coming up from here. However, I will say this. Uh, there is always better information when you can see how the stock reacts to bad news. This is good news. The, we just found out Q1 earnings were great. However, we want to see how it reacts to bad news. So if you don't buy now, you may wait till next quarter when obviously sales are going to be down a little bit more. Um, when they report that, if the stock just dumps out, uh, it may you may be uh, able to buy an even lower. So it's not to say that you couldn't buy now and make money. But if you're not going to wait till Q2 and see what it does then. There's your hot stock tip of the day. Tops, otherwise known as MUDs, until that officially gets changed. Next, who do you know Jared Besnick? He's some he US poker open. I just figured I'd mention this because it was a slow. It was a slow nose
0: nose. Well, they're a huge break. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I I know him. He's not going to remember this. I met him once with my father at National Chicago a few years ago. They were getting loud at a southern hobby dinner we all went to
2: did you say the I've, nationals and did the you nationals, say father i've
0: told you i've told yeah i used to bring my dad uncle and brother i've told you the story a few times a matter of fact i don't know if Papa this ju- was you know him what, you know let's keep it let's keep it with pa- i don't know which brother <laughs> there's like a whole bunch of those brothers and okay. I, I think they're big time and, and well i know they're huge doing big numbers and cards it was like a nice dinner southern hobby supply it was here in nashville they have a bunch of locations they do like a vendor thing at the national every year uh they rented out like king's bowling or whatever it was awesome place everything was free Free bowling. Food, drinks, appetizers, pool.
2: They paid awesome for bowling. Event. Big spenders.
0: They like rent. Oh, I'm sure this was <laughs> tens of thousands because it was like fifty or hundred people there. It's like a, it's a really nice place. I'll take you there when we go up there this year. It's in Rosemont, right near the facility. Um, I don't remember which blaze it was. It was a couple of them. And you've met my dad. Dad is not a physically imposing man. He's like oh, five seven, stocky fella. Yeah. And my uncle was there, who's a scary character for those who, uh,
1: especially four or met five him. years ago.
0: Uncle Russ would kill the two of us with his bare hands. He's 71. No question. He'd kill us both. We're sitting there after the whole dinner ended. I was like, hey, you know, me and my dad get together like twice a year. We were sitting having a beer, like watching a game or whatever. And they were getting real loud across the other side of the bar. Again, I don't remember which was. He didn't say anything to them because he didn't care. He just leaned to me. He's like, you know, I, I forget the exact quote, but it was basically something along the lines of, you know, I have half a mind to go over there and just silence this whole place. Oh, my God. And I thought, yeah. The two old guys next—it's—it's a, it's a real old man situation. It just—it's cons- like an old Robert Duvall
2: situation here. I will—I will say this as someone who's met your father now a couple times. I—I um, I have no doubt that that would actually happen. He—he's an intimidating guy. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the—the the Boston accent. But... Yeah,
0: they were just sitting there trying to be quiet. And I got there was one or two of the Blaze guys. There was a few other break. It was all breakers. They're just obnoxious. There's like four or five guys. Of course, they're all half these old men's age. And there's something along the lines of, yeah, wouldn't mind going over there and just just putting all of them in the ground. The and I thought, you know
2: what? Much.
0: Maybe wow. bigger allocations for me if that happens. More <laughs> product, I'm just saying, you gotta think positive. Having said that, I don't, I've don't. i never actually met these guys. They may be the greatest guys in the world. I have no the idea. The
2: dark side of the card market. So-
0: <laughs> They Bless- may be great guys. The Bless- I, I hope they don't even listen to this show. I literally have no idea who they were. They've never heard of me or my break company. It's okay. He
2: just wanted to, Blesdick just wanted to express how pumped he is about the card market and how he, he doesn't care. He won a poker care- tournament? He went. He won the poker tournament, the U.S. Poker Open. Is this, and the, is
0: this the one who calls himself the backer? Did you
2: see this somewhere? I didn't see that. No. Maybe I'm mi- mixing up my stories too.
1: Okay, I just I'm thought sorry. it was an
2: interesting. I, I thought it was an interesting take. He didn't even care about the win. He says, Heard, "Yeah, poker is basically boring him." And yet, card market though the sports the sports cards market's where it's at. I thought they must be making
0: a kill. I mean, they are huge. I, even back when I was breaking full time, I mean, we were doing a couple million in revenue. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure Blaze was doing, uh, you know, I, I don't even know. I wouldn't be sure. I mean, they've got to be one of the top. Again, I'm not super familiar with the new guys in the, in the game. Now I would think they're probably a top for sure. Top 20, maybe top 10 breaking company in terms really? of overall revenue. Oh, they're massive.
2: Oh, they didn't even talk about that. I didn't see that part of yeah, it. Yeah. It, it's like, Oh, a bunch legacy of sports cards.
0: Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I've never actually shot. I know they're massive, so. Yeah. Um Having said that, I'll tell you right now, me and Eddie are better than anything they, they do. There's your plug <laughs> for Geo Breaks. But no, they're a huge company. Yeah, massive. And I had, that was always the only, I've had people always ask me, like, hey, who, is this guy a good breaker? Is that guy? I have no clue. I just always thought it was funny. Like, those are the breakers who almost got, you know, two old men riled up at a bar <laughs> one time five years ago.
2: It was you kind of what? funny. We're going to have Geo on. Papa Geo's coming on. I'll call him up right now. Think, you know what's
0: going to, great? I'm going to ask him about the stories. of I don't remember that. Good, I, good I will
2: tell you. I am. I am more afraid at this moment that your dad's going to be mad at me for revealing that he texted me. Um, and now I'm nervous. I care? kind of want to cut it. Hey, I don't know if he would. That's the thing. I just don't. know. He was being nice. Good. He was, be, he was. He was. He's a very nice man. You know what? We're going to I'm balance the scared. scales
0: now too. Had a fantastic visit with my mother and stepfather last week. While we're talking about family, we already
2: talked about them plenty. A That's why, right. yeah, we talked about on the last three shows. Eighty six, eighty seven, Fleer, Michael Jordan PSA ten. Sure, uh, you that may have seen. Hard. You may have seen for the first time since August of last year, it dropped below two hundred thousand dollars. Is this
0: an eBay sale?
2: Yeah, I believe this PWCC, is the eBay. eBay I sale. I think so. One hundred eighty thousand dollars Tuesday night. It went for. Um, but here's the thing, guys. Is the market correcting? Absolutely, yes. but And a much harsher and longer correction
0: than I thought. No question. I didn't think we'd be talking about the dip still come end of June. But... It was a $100,000 card, though, a year ago. Two years ago.
2: January 21 of last year. Do you know how much this card was selling for? So a year and a half ago? Sure, yeah. January 2020. $85,000. $39,000. And that was high. Really? For a, a PSA month, 10? For a PSA 10. Thirty nine thousand dollars. Not well that's before that, true, it was I bought in the a PSA. Ni-
0: I bought a PSA nine for like five grand two two and a half years ago. So that's my point. Is that yes? That's crazy.
2: So the so the the floor is way higher than it used to be. Then and that's my exactly yes. Is there a correction? Absolutely, there is. However, I want to know who bought the two that went over seven hundred thousand.
0: That's what that, I'd like to know.
2: Yeah, I. I don't I, think we I, ever got
0: the name. I, I heard somebody with a pretty prominent show bought the one for three hundred thousand about two months ago. Was it us? You think I'm wasting money on Michael Jordan? Please. I prefer real goats. <laughs> I'm buying basketball. I'm buying Larry Bird. All right, go ahead.
2: Speaking of Larry Bird, that's all the straight,
0: straight facts, homie. Greatest trash talker of all time. Greatest shooter of all time. Greatest passer of all time. Greatest wearer of short shorts of all time. Will Best you? stash slash mullet combo in the history of man. That's not even the NBA <laughs> history of man. That's, that's These man, aren't opinions, folks. Mankind. You know what? Call Papa Gio. He'll tell you the same thing. I call him. He goes, Jordan's <laughs> the best, you idiot. That'd be the old <laughs> There you go. Anything else? No? OK, bye. So we have
2: a good I, relationship. It's really good. I like you. Um, let's go on to the Facebook. I'm glad we started the show early today. for this. <laughs> doing great. <laughs> the Facebook. Oh, yeah, what else you got? You're doing You good. photos from your phone. That's and honestly, guys, when we when we talk about show prep, Mike, is, months, choking. Got, <laughs> Mike is choking. Mike is choking. Much is coming out of the mouth. Yeah. M- here we go. That then is when the we do for show, the show prep. It's photos from the phone. <laughs> that valuable. is valuable is all we need. and it's that's all we, need. we
0: got it. We got an interesting email today. I don't want to talk. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that, so I won't. We got an interesting email today, and then this is the show we put on. Awesome. We're
2: going over the, the list. The list. list of returns, guys. What's your what's your guess in your mind? So are you listening at home. Let's
0: add some context. This was okay. published by Only Alt, A L T. They raised a bunch of money. I talked to that guy Leo on the phone one time. He has like the in his words, and maybe he's right. I don't know. Largest Kobe collection in the world, literally. Um, at least again, his claim. I have no. I don't think he's lying about it. So um, I don't actually know what Alt does. Still, there's another one of these companies. I think is like they have some cool research tools. They, cause they have features on there almost like card ladder, not as in-depth. Card ladder is still to me the most in depth, but they have a really good way to track your cards. You can do different things. You have collection on there, view sales, stuff like that. Then they have a bunch of the fancy crap that to me is not gonna hasn't really caught on and will not. Because they don't really mess with fractional, but they do like margin borrowing, correct? Isn't that them or no? I... This is a great plug for them. Yeah, I, I have no...
2: Why are I'm we even talking sure, about what they do? The bottom well, line is... Well, because I want to add context, because they, they, they are
0: a very reputable name in the hobby, whether you yes. use the service or not. I don't use the service, but when we talked about this thing, because I pulled this off Twitter, then I actually checked it out a little bit to see where it was coming from, coming from one of their spokespeople. So I do actually trust the numbers for the most part. I mean, I, I think they're pretty reputable.
2: They basically have what's closest to a etf or a stock that is based on sports cards that's that's essentially what you've got with all you can invest in the sports cards market um and so i was right I wasn't right <laughs> so bottom line is they put out a list that shows players i don't know what the top uh, how many of this is at least 30 or 40 people um top guys year, of year all sports um and their returns year to date. So
0: January 1st of
2: the uh, of 2021
0: to now. Yep. So the first half of this year.
2: Guys listening at home, who do you think is number 1? Who do you think? Get in your head, have your answer ready. We're who about to tell you. To? They're not going to answer. Totally. Ronick. Let's get Ronick on here. Ronick's <laughs> a sports
0: fan, not a cards fan. Ronick, wake up for a minute. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so Ronick, this is literally just Obviously, you you listen to our nonsense every week, twice a week. Forced to, I he mean, gets yeah. paid. Thank God he gets paid. Give him a raise, Simmons. <laughs> um, this list is literally just whose stock is up the most based on actual sales. If you had to guess based on this year and what you've heard on the show, take a stab. Throw us some names, Ron. Guys, you think have performed well in the market this year?
3: Uh, any sport or or just any? any sport. This is
0: all sport. Ah, uh, this is baseball, basketball, football. There's no hot. There's nothing else on here.
3: So in 2021 alone, I'm not I'm not the right person to ask, but I would say you are
0: absolutely the right person to ask. You don't you don't know the card market. This is perfect.
3: I mean, it feels like NBA hype is just the highest. What's a team that's that's done the best recently? um, That
2: wasn't expected. Maybe the Suns. So maybe like okay, the answer is Otani. Otani is number one. Okay, well just
0: (laughs) just to give you a little context. So you're I mean NBA has a lot of hype, but the NBA has definitely dipped the hardest. I feel bad. We put Ronick on the spot
2: there. That was your fault. All
0: right, Ronick. Let me I'll give you a chance to redeem yourself. There's number one, two, three, and four are all baseball players. Otani's number one. Who's Byron Buxton? Well, that's number four, so you don't have to guess that name now. Apparently, Jesse's not great <laughs> with the guessing game. Just if you give Jesse enough time, he'll just tell you the answer. <laughs> we've got a we've got two other baseball players, number two and three on this list. Monster seasons. Any any guesses?
3: Well, it has to be Vlad Jr., right? Vlad Whoa. Jr. number three.
0: Yep. Number two, I would be shocked. Although you're a New York guy, you should you should get this
2: next one.
3: Lindor, Degrom, Degrom, Jacob, De-
2: Jesse's great molding. guessing, great guessing. Ronic, Ronic, thank you for thank you for coming on. You did great. So again, this is just
0: simply hand. return to date based on the overall player index. I'm guessing this is all player related cards on eBay because the transaction count, like Otani transactions, is almost fifteen thousand. His return year to date is seven hundred eighty one percent. DeGrom was two over 500%. Vlad Jr., three, four fifty. Buxton, just under 400. What's weird is the top four guys are all baseball. I say that weird. It's not really that weird. Baseball is the sport that there have been major spikes across the board. Major spikes in certain areas. Number five, you've Here got a go. goat. Larry. It <laughs> Larry? All, Webb? What? Not Larry Webb. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Larry the, Bird. Hick, the hick from French Lick. Number five on the list I'm going to give you a couple more just because it's interesting. Stafford. This is weird to me that Stafford is the highest rate of football player. 206% return. I guess there was some hype over his trade, but I would have
2: thought... you got to consider, too, like, was he low? Like, was he He pretty low low before that?
0: The next two guys really confused me. Jordan and Shaq, because both those guys right now, their rookie stuff is way down, just shows you how low it was to start the year then. Um... You've got some other guys near that, to me, are very consistent. Barry Sanders, Griffey, Tom Brady. And to clarify, guys, By we the way, don't know. back-to-back
2: back, dog names. I don't know if you caught that. Griffey and Brady. We, we don't know exactly if this is, this isn't based on just their rookie card. We don't know if it's no. all their cards Correct. or all I, memorabilia associated with them. I'm guessing we this is know. all
0: card sales. It's kind of the, the comments I read. That's kind of what it led me to believe. Okay. Okay. Um, other than that, there were some other weird names on the list. Jameis Winston. You know, some of these names really show you how the market is viewing speculating on guys. So they're speculating on quarterbacks for sure. I mean, in the top 20, you've got Stafford, Wentz, and Jameis Winston. Three guys, I would argue, two guys are absolute garbage. Winston and Wentz. I think they're gonna have big big seasons now, but I wouldn't bank on that. I've bought some Wentz stuff. And Stafford is not exactly a top 10, I mean, 10 to 15 range. I think, guys, that's showing you what the market's looking for. Hey, who's the next guy at that position in that sport
2: that may spike? You know, I think what's even more interesting, too, is that of the transaction count, like total transaction count, Tatis was the fifth highest in transaction count, and yet he is fourth from the bottom. He Michael had a 90% Jordan percent
0: return. By the way, Michael Jordan uh, and I and I read this wrong. So the Michael Jordan that is 7 on the list is Michael Jordan in baseball. His baseball stuff spiked insane. His basketball is way lower. But you notice the amount of transactions for Michael Jordan basketball cards, 72,000. The highest other on this list is 22,000 and 21,000, Brady and Griffey. Jordan's at 72,000 transactions.
2: Yeah. So For I don't him. know, Tatis, how, I don't know how he got, why he is so popular as far as like transactions being taken place, but he's his value isn't up there. Yeah,
0: because he's had some major swings. Super high, then hurt, people sold. Then it was like, oh, okay, he's going to come okay. back, let's buy in heavy again. He spiked, sell it off. Um, take that whole list with a grain of salt. I mean, I'm not saying it's, I, I just, it's not like they're not a reputable company. I, I think there's probably some research put into that thing, so... Yeah, I thought it was interesting. And the fact that there were that many baseball guys. I did have a couple other things, just baseball notes that popped up. We talked about Bobby Witt before. Do me a favor, just Google search Bobby Witt, W-I-T-T, news. I didn't see anything about his, like, potential call-up. Baseball's weird, too, with rookie contracts, how long you have him under, you know, team control. Bobby Witt is absolutely murdering the ball uh, for the KC minor league affiliate, whoever he plays with, double-A, triple-A, I don't even know. Um... If you have Bobby Witt stuff, I would be having that stuff sent into grade immediately. I mean, immediately. Um, big time Bobby Witt stuff, I would still have sent off to PSA Express for the 300 bucks. The Chrome base stuff, do you think, is worth quite a bit less, but still worth good money? I'd go SGC. And by the way, I actually got an SGC update today. Uh, we haven't talked a ton about them in the last couple shows. I'm not trying to shove grading down people's throats every time. So I had three grading orders pop this week, as a matter of fact. So... My SGC order, this is the stuff we ripped on Wednesday. So it was two weeks ago yesterday. So 15 days ago, it shipped off. That's the stuff from the video with Chris Kelsey at Nash Cards. Mm -hmm. Ripped it live in a shop. We sent his stuff off. All that stuff popped yesterday. Dang. I did pretty good. My Barry Sanders rookies all got nines. Kind of expected it. I I actually think they grade relatively um, comparable to PSA. At least that's what I saw with my orders. I got a couple of 10s with SGC. I got a couple
2: 9.5s and I got some 9s. Um, I'm glad because I would be uncomfortable if they were all high.
0: Like, Well, that's what, yeah. So I'm actually going to read the order because I did have other people too. Of course, you always have morons in this hobby, which is fine. But they're like, hey, oh, they're not nice. You. Not you or oh. anybody who listens to the show. Oh, people. okay, cool. But, yeah. But when we did the SGC, it's like, oh, this guy's happy because all of his stuff's going to come back 10s. Yeah, that, that's a cute thought. Although the Tom Brady came back at 10. So, I'm going to lowball Mr. Kelsey like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) We own those cards half and half. I want the Brady. You can have Mahomes and all the other crap. Thomas Edward comes with me. My PSA order from October 1st. Mm -hmm. This was back when it was not the lowest level. It was the second. I forget what it was called. You had like bulk, which was about about a year. So, this was from October. Cost me 45 bucks a card. I went three for three PSA 10s. Talk about timing, though. Tyler Hero Silver.
1: Ouch. Ooh. Could have used that a
0: week and a half ago. Sure. I got a Kobe White Green Prism, and then I got a Robert, uh, uh, Louis Robert, Louis Robert. Um, those are doing 300 bucks at a time. I sent it in. I don't even think they're doing 100 right now. Um, mm. well, all three of those are just cards you just hold. Yeah. And then I also had my Express order. This card, I actually subbed this card to my buddy Barry, cost $175 to sub. It was sent in the beginning of May, it just came back. This was supposed to be what they called the five-day order back then. Uh, Not great. PSA, uh, excuse me, here's my SGC details just to give you. I I like to be somewhat transparent. We sent in 11 cards. So I did, from the 1992 upper deck, I had those stupid loose boxes here. I sent in just the Jordans. Uh, We ripped a box of Formula One in that show. We had a a Lewis Hamilton refractor. That came back in SGC 10. That is going right to consignment with PC Sports. I want to know what that, I'm just curious. Lewis Hamilton is the F1 guy everybody's chasing. It's just a base, refra- uh, just a refractor. It's not numbered. I have no idea, but he is like the Michael Jordan of that sport. People love him. I'd be curious there. The old school Jordan. So I sent in three from 1992. One came back a nine. One came back an eight, five. And one came back at ten. I thought two of them had a shot at ten. And I thought one was like a nine. Clearly I was off. Eight, five, nine, and ten. We got the Jonathan Taylor dragon scale, which was that from that select football. The rookie came back a nine, five. All three Barry Sanders from Tops traded. I thought one of them had a shot at a ten. They all came back a nine. The Mahomes Dragon Scale came back a nine. The Brady a nine five. The select silver Tua came back a ten. So out of eleven cards, I got three tens, five nines. It's 9.5s, nine fives, nine ten, and then one eight five. So three out of eleven. Again, I looked these cards over pretty well. I was always pretty good with my PSA stuff. They're not just handing out tens. I think people had that thought like, oh, I'm going to get some sort of preferential treatment. Yeah, not the case. If that were the case, my Brady would have been a 10. And I didn't get any gold labels.
2: Did Chris look at these before you sent them in? Did he agree? Yeah, he, we both Because he did. does this all the time. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, we both agreed. Like I said, the Barry Sanders, I thought one kind of, those were about where we thought. The Jordans were, I thought they were a little tougher than they would be. I thought I would get two of those. And then the Brady surprised me. I thought the Brady would be a 10. It was a 9-5. Um, so point being, I you know, People are asking about resale value too. I think in the next, let, let's do it like a week or two from now. Let's do another show where we kind of do a big SGC to BGS to PSA value comparison. We'll get Indy to do some work on that. I do want to kind of see, because they've been marketing with us. They've been marketing with Sports Card Investor. Um, you know, they're actually putting money into marketing. There's a ton of slabs hitting the market. Their return times have still been awesome.
2: That's the I'm other just thing. glad there hasn't been like an expose. You know, as soon as like one of these guys gets big and then all of a sudden, Oh, my card came back and it was like the different name on the card than who was actually on the card. And I'm sure that has happened. That happens with everybody. I know, but like I feel like that's what happens as soon as uh, anybody makes a push to be bigger than their competitor, bigger than BGS or PSA. Not that they would be necessarily bigger than PSA, but, you know, these guys in the woodworks just wanting to throw out something to... Shoot it down to make it, other it guys is interesting because
0: everybody agrees we need more grading options so that the market can, can start getting cards graded faster again so we can flip it and make money. There's no, it, it is clear to me the connection in grading becoming such an expensive and drawn out process has correlated exactly and corresponded with the dip. Cards were going to dip anyways, but that has also contributed to it. But it is funny to me that people are so quick to hate, and I get it. Like, I, I there's some companies I'm not a big fan of grading. But if a company's actually, like, HGA, though, is a company we don't talk about a lot. I recommend that to people all the time when they want, like, their PC stuff. I want it to be cool and pop. It's going to sit on my shelf. Go with an HGA custom label. Tough to get in their queue, but if you can get in, use them. But even there, as soon as one thing goes wrong, and they've had some legitimate things go wrong. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying they haven't. But Tyler's also, the owner, comes out and is as, he is more visible than the owner of any other grading company. He's, I mean, he's on Facebook Live all the time. He it's can sm- do that
2: because a- he's so small, yeah. Sure.
0: But my point there is, it's funny how everybody agrees we need more grading options, but when one presents itself, all we do is hate it. SGC, although we got less hate than I thought. I thought for sure we'd have the PSA knuckleheads just clobbering all over us because of our, our well, sponsorship with them.
2: It's I because think guys we are completely pushed out PSA because we no, see and a I, place and for I other won't. graders
0: and I don't push out BGS either. I sent a card off two weeks ago. A thick great a thick patch auto. I want graded in a BGS slab. I like the look better. Everything else I've been using has been SGC. I got some number two is here. Actually, I'll I'll document these two when I send them. I've got a select number to three hundred and a I think the prisms number to two fifty. Those are both worth a few hundred bucks each. They're both going to SGC when I go pick up these cards from Chris. Uh, But I do want to do the price by price comparison, see if we're seeing any increase in numbers on the resale there.
2: Well, that leads us into indie news. You want to talk about this? I don't even remember what it was. Oh, you wanted to go over the national post?
0: Yeah, he made a post. So, like I told you, I I purposely stayed away so I could kind of blind react. So, what is? I know the post was about national. Yeah. So Indy just made the, the post. The nationals. Every time he, he says <laughs> Nationals, he doesn't really... I just do it. Honestly, guys, I do it as a joke at this point. I think it's funny. I don't care what you call the show. I want to be on the main stage. Simmons backed out on us. I want to be on that stage. I want it. There's a man named Ray I've been emailing with. Ray, you make this happen for me. Or Papa Joe's... I'm just going to tell you right now. Papa Joe's going to be flying out.
2: <laughs> that's a threat.
0: I've got some Ain't funny... St- I also have some funny stories about the Teamsters Union up there that run let's, that whole... we got to talk off. about that next time. Because that's funny. Off. Because guys well, have actually brought that up recently for, for vendors setting up. It's hilarious. I, I don't
2: want the people that we're about to go and spend a lot of time around to be upset with us. So whatever. Nothing to be upset
1: about. It's a good thing. They got a good yeah. thing going. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great. But together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with Your Garage on cars.com.
2: So Indy posted a, car, a picture of The National um on <laughs> <Snuck> Instagram. <down>. Sure. <laughs> and basically the question is who's all going and what's your plan? Buying PCs, selling, finding dream cards. We got some interesting responses. Um I'm going to go on record and say it's going
0: to be not even close—the most heavily attended event of all time. You will see more people vlogging like we will be, the idiots with cameras, and more media and like social influencer social influencer coverage than any other show ever. Not even going to be close.
2: I will if, say this: the number of guys that posted. I mean, granted, there weren't a ton of comments because Instagram isn't our biggest. Uh, out, we should have posted on Facebook. Almost 10,000 followers in that group, by the it way. It goes to Facebook, you know. Well, it um, goes to my per- anything goes personal. Anything posted on RS goes to yeah, my but, personal. Yeah, but people don't look at that like they do the actual group. Um, but bottom line is, we had a number of people saying they're going to buy. Um, they're going to buy, and they're also they're going to sell, too. But I think that's what's cool is, like, there is still a thriving market just because people are yelling the sky is falling doesn't actually mean that the market is done or the bubble burst like we keep saying i think it's a correction and i think this post you know the the comments everybody says they're going to buy sell and they have specific cards in mind that they're looking yeah
0: for. so we got by the way we got 66 comments on that which is small you're right but
2: wait are you talking about on facebook yeah oh um, i didn't see it on facebook i just saw it yeah, so on a couple Instagram. guys
0: like like john harden happy john we met him in wisconsin i'm going to buy pc um plan on going there and throwing you in the dumpster and then i'll take you out of the dumpster and buy you a beer. Thank you, Chew. That was nice. Um,
2: <laughs> okay.
0: My Our Peach State rep, Sean, I'm just going there to give you a hug. Thank you, sir. Wear your mask. Uh, <laughs> one thing I noticed, like eight or 10 of these guys going for the first time, haven't been to a show, plan on going there. Um, here's the interesting thing to me. A lot of people on here mentioned too, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going there looking to buy. Logically, that makes sense, right? The market is dipping. People like myself who are still, I don't even know if bullish is the term, I think the market is going to be strong. I'm bullish on certain things. I'm still bullish on Brady. In the market overall, I'm optimistic. I guess that's a better word. But here's what's funny. Me and my brother had this conversation. He messaged me yesterday. He's like, man, I've been trying to buy stuff all week. He's He gets active, jumps in and out of cards. When he's in, he's super active. Everybody's asking 20% over comps. I, I have this fear that there's not going to be as many buying opportunities at National as people think. For the reason that we're still going to be in the midst of this big dip correction, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of people are just stubborn, and I don't blame you. If you're going there with the intent, though, of like, "Hey, I refuse to take a loss in these cards. I'm just going to ask what I got into them." But most of them are not what you what. Most of them are not worth what you paid. So if you have a bunch of just stubborn dealers there that have that mindset, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's going to
2: crush a lot of buying hopes.
0: I feel How like do you buy guys from somebody? Going
2: see that at this point that they're not going to get what they what they bought it for. You would think, but there's also
0: always been that mentality with show guys like, oh, I paid to set up, I gotta get more than comps anyways. I just really wonder. I I honestly am curious if people are gonna go there with the intent of I'm gonna sell at market value or I'm not. I'm gonna have that three row box, a big one I bought before. Stuff I don't wanna sell, I just won't have in there. I'll have one row of like my big time Brady stuff that is there only to show to a guy who has a better Brady that I would trade. I don't sell Brady's anymore. I just don't like to do it. So if I have a Brady, I will trade it and add money to get a better one. Other than that, that is the only reason I'm in the box. Everything else, though, that I'm bringing with me, a lot of it will probably still be under what I paid for it. I will bring there with the intent of selling. I'm not selling nearly everything. I'm not even close. But anything I bring with me, that's always my mindset. If I bring something, I don't care what I paid for it. If I'm bringing it, it's because I'm planning on selling it for one reason or another and it will be priced based
2: on recent comps. But I do wonder if other guys are going to have that same mentality. Well, I think it's all going to depend on if you've got more guys buying and selling because they're trying to make money or buying and selling their PC. Because I think the PC stuff is going to be the harder stuff to sell because they have more personal attachment to it. And they think this should be worth more than it actually is selling for right
0: Possibly. Flip side of that, though, guys are like me. If it's a PC card and it's a Brady I don't see often, and it's 15% above the last comp, because the last comp was four months ago and there's nothing since, I'm probably just going to pay the extra and pay. So yes and no. Mailbag question, I'm going to sneak in here. What is Jesse hunting at National? Anything on your, like anything, basically anything you're actually
2: going there with the intent of looking to buy. Um. So... I am bringing the Tatis cuz I'm going to I'm doing a redo. Oh, we're doing the trade up. Yep. I'm doing the I'm doing the trade up and I'm going to I'm going to do better this time, guys. That's my that's my promise to you. All you listening, all you who believe in the JG Mafia, um I'm going to I'm going to trade that thing for more than the $50 card that it's worth right now. Um I will also be looking for specific just off the wall, just weirder graded cards. Um not when I say weird, I just mean something not uh, not sport, football maybe. yeah i mean it doesn't have to be i it may still be sports maybe but, a john schuster will sneak out uh, exactly i'm looking okay. for some curling graded cards i'm looking for this um, is something
0: i've actually been doing when me and my wife take road trips now not that we do it that often like if i see a shop like when we went out west we did that road trip. yeah i'll pop in and i'll buy either a single card not that it's like this greatest thing in the world my bank stuff is like all crazy high-end nice stuff I bought a $200 Gronk. Oh, no, I bought a box of Panini One for 200 bucks, and I got the Gronk Patch Auto. No matter what came out of the box, though, I was keeping it because I was like, hey, this kind of represents that trip. I'm trying to get a little more sentimental. I was like, that's, that's cool.
2: so dumb. Ugh. That's I don't want to wow. sentimental. Cut that. Gross. So I, want,
0: I, I would think it'd be cool. <laughs> Buy a card. There'd be fun for you. There you go. Your um, trade-up of 10 card. I agree. Card. No,
2: I agree. I would like to have something to remember it by. I it was dumb a minute ago. Now it's a good idea. Okay. I didn't. I said your sentimentality was dumb. I'm not saying that me doing it is dumb. Just you. You don't have anything you want to say, <laughs> Luke Michael? I can't wait to meet your nine year old son and have him scream at me. That's what he has posted on that. Can we
0: get a clip of Jesse just saying, "I can't wait to meet your nine year old son"? I just just clip that. <laughs> we'll just share that around.
2: That'll be fun. Don't make it weird.
0: That's fun for everybody. They're gonna have fun. Speaking my buddy, of my buddy Gus, by the way, on this National Post posted a picture of a, of a just a i'll have to send you the picture it's just like a mannequin wearing a oh, backpack as a child it right
2: on it <laughs> that's gonna be you and
0: me and people have requested they want to see your face on your shirt do you think that's possible we're bringing a bunch of merch by the way and i think i'm gonna really we're either getting a table with some people i reached out to some guys we have a table if we want it for a day or two not a full booth and i'm gonna reach out to the distributors too i still we spend like a million and a half bucks a year i'd be nice if one of those guys threw us a booth Not necessarily for breaking, but just to set up for a day or two. It's a business trip, pal. We're going there to make connections. I'm excited. Every time I snap my fingers, (laughs) I say that now. It's fine. Um, All
2: right, go
0: ahead. What are we doing here? Mail bet? No.
2: I think we're going into straight cash homie. Straight cash homie.
0: I'm still withholding my straight cash homies.
2: Wow. Yep. I told you I'm not doing it. You know it's uh, the most popular segment and you still withhold.
0: Actually, here you go. You know what mine is? I want to. I, I. I don't. It's not going on YouTube. We're not cool enough for YouTube. Anywhere else though, I want a big header. Geo pumps and dumps. This is what the whole <laughs> segment is here. Yep. Let's hear it. I have fifty-two of those PSA nine Durant white border tops. Here top we go. I still am not selling. I re- that is one card. I am stubborn. I refuse to sell those at a loss. They spiked up to two fifty the other day. At their peak, about three months ago, they were five fifty. Yes, it's base. Yes, it's overproduced. No, it is not the pure black rookie that you know the, the pack pulled one. I still think at two fifty, that's a stupid cheap card. I would buy. I would buy more at two fifty just because it would bring my cost average down. I think my cost average now is probably still about three hundred. It was four hundred originally. I sold a bunch high, so What's I'm not actually grade? selling nine. Just PSA
2: nine. Just. Oh, PSA nine. Oh, yep. okay. I've been looking at the PSA tens. What are those doing? Like twelve hundred thousand? Uh, a little less. Yeah, thousand. Um nine, and actually, I still got some tops
0: uh yeah tops chrome Durant PSA 10s.
2: I do have a straight cash on me. I he know does. I know that people are dying to hear cuz that's what I'm pump here for. Pump and dump. I do not have a pump and dump. So you may <laughs> you may have noticed Mike um what would you say some of the biggest sports we have been getting lately uh comments on like hey talk about this. F1, soccer, soccer. But not just Food, and not boy. just soccer, but we've also been getting women's sports. I said to myself, "Why not do a woman's soccer card?" Because do you have it- these? In ma-
0: do you have these in mailbag, or do we not bring these over? There were like four or five questions last week specifically. Hey, women's
2: sports. Yes, I did not bring those over because That's I fine. knew you wouldn't know anything about it, so I didn't.
0: Let me. Can I just make a quick blanket statement then? Then you can do your straight cash homie because we had a bunch of questions. You know, hey, which women's sports are on the rise? Which women athletes in particular? I am thrilled to see that market thriving. I, I want the anybody. I want everybody in the market to do good, make money, like awesome. But I have no interest in the sports, and I don't know anything about them. So it's not because I'm biased against or anything ridiculous like that. I just don't watch it. I was I grew up watching the NBA. I've never watched the WNBA. Doesn't mean it's not a great product. Not great athletes. I'm sure everyone can dominate me in a game of basketball now. Fifteen years ago, when I had my knees. <laughs> Just saying, I was pretty, so you're, five foot seven, I was pretty pretty competitive. You're saying you could take these women, these professional WNBA players yeah, on. Sure, <laughs> of course, sure. Um, but my whole point in saying that is, it's not that we were avoiding it, because then we got some comments, you guys avoid these on purpose. I didn't avoid it on purpose, I just have no value to add here. But I can tell you for sure, the WNBA market is growing, no question. Women's soccer is growing, no question. Women in the UFC, look at Amanda Nunez' prices insane so yes i'm not knocking it i'm just stupid that's my disclaimer <laughs> that's pump and dump to not knocking just stupid ronick just, i just did your work for you there's your headlines there we, there go. we go
2: just put it all. so my my straight cash me pick for you guys based on that information is mia ham you may remember her the, the ham? olympics she the dated Hamm.
0: she dated nomar para
2: back in the day red Sox legend she's john ham's sister uh, that's a fun fact you didn't know. Is she
0: really? No, that's a I lie. Was say, I lied. What? Um, John, me, John. It's like Hamm's that card. Nate Bragazzi line. He's talking about magic in in uh, like Iowa or something. He's like, well, most people know this Des Moines where magic was invented. And I was like, oh yeah. He even jokes he's like, yeah, you you bought that. It's like I made it up. But <laughs> he went on some ringer show. I want Nate on here. Nate, we live thirty minutes from you. I'm across the water. I can hit your house with a rock. Go ahead and take a minute, Ronick. Let's get him on the show. Comedian Nate Bragazzi. I want him on here. And we went to the dog bakery. Go ahead.
2: You have to stop.
0: To you are like treats. a
2: child uh, who needs Ritalin. Oh, what is that? A squirrel? Squirrel.
0: Here's the deal. Monday, no energy. Oh, mm-hmm. carry you. Your dad thinks I'm great. My <laughs> dad doesn't think you're great. Today, too much energy.
2: I don't That's care. That's true. Just we go. do need to find uh, a Is baseline. it 45 minutes? Bottom line is Mia Ham raw cards. I know everybody's opinion on Rod, but. It's super cheap. Um, $31. There was Year and sold. brand, please. So we're talking 1994 Upper Deck World Cup card. Granted, does she have some 92 uh, Sports Illustrated cards? Yes. However, they just seem so hard to come by. And this seems to be the more popular rookie card that guys can actually get their hands on. Um, so these cards are selling anywhere between $30 and $50 for the Raw. Um, these look in the ones that sold for those prices look pretty well centered. Um, good corners, things like that. PSA nines are selling for about five hundred dollars Whoa, um PSA in time not That was back in, nine. That was back in May. So they've gone up since then. Um, because this market's <laughs> actually been going up. Uh PSA 10s are selling for about a thousand. So that's there's weird. your straight Just get cash the,
0: homie. Get the PSA 10. A PSA 10's only twice what a nine is.
2: Why Why would I do that if I could make money on a raw, if I just got- You could do that as well, but you're telling
0: me a nine does 500 and a 10 only does a thousand?
2: The 10 was sold recently. The raw, the nine was back in May, middle oh, of May. So the market's probably come down then because a 10 is always more than two times a nine. No, 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 so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the nine has probably gone up in value. Yeah, and you're wrong. If a no, PSA oh, t- oh, you're saying the 10 is more than $2, A 10 should always do okay. in
0: this market, three to four times it. I mean the Durant does two fifty as a nine, a thousand as a ten. Well,
2: maybe. Maybe it has come down a little bit. But I will say May 12th, the card sold for 325, May 17th, it sold for 501. So it was on a upward trajectory. However, like I said, there were those are the only two examples. So interesting. So if you have money, is- it
0: sounds like a PSA ten for a thousand is a real good buy if you want to stay lower end. 40 ish dollars for the rock art there you go i'd be curious what is a marker coming up for her that does anything to move that value or is she just established as a
2: legend i think she's established yeah i I mean i
0: know that i know the name because of nomar i'd be curious though like the people view her as like an all-time
2: well that's that's the point she is got she is known in many google searches as the number one woman soccer player so real American or just all time? What are we that was all time when I when I did my search, she came did up number one in a couple lists. Hey, do you remember the women's
0: US team winning a gold uh medal like when we were kids? We would have been like I don't know, like eight
2: to ten. Do you remember that? I don't know how to tell him, guys. How do I tell him?
0: I just remember there was the one vi- like the girl kicked the game winning goal, ripped her shirt off, and then slid across on her knee. It was like an iconic photo, like an iconic moment. You don't remember that when we were kids? I want to say that was in the Olympics. I'm curious. You're, you're just—it's like talking to a box. No, I mean, honestly, Griffy no. has more. Someone knowledge tell
2: him that that's that is that's we're talking about Mia Hamm. Yeah, she was on that team. Mia Hamm is the Olympics person that you're thinking of. I don't know. Nah, I don't remember she's if not if she's the, the one who, who, who took the shirt off. But she is. She was on that team. Yeah, she was on one of those teams back in the early 2000s. Ronix, do you know
0: anything about the situation? Ronix checked out.
2: Why do you say that every time? I'm
3: more familiar with the uh, the, the more recent women's scenes I, I don't remember the older the old ones.
0: How old are you, Ronick? You're younger than us, aren't you?
3: Yeah, I am 25.
0: You're 25? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Never mind. He wasn't even alive. I'm. A, hey, Jesse, Google right now. I'll talk for a minute. In filler space. When's the last time the women's, like, look up women's gold medal. I'm going to say Ronick wasn't alive when this happened then. Because I'm pretty sure I was like, I want to know when that photo was. You find me that date, Jesse.
2: I it's really hard to search women's US soccer shirt off photo. No, no, no. Just
0: gold medal, you donkey. I don't need you Google searching shirt off anything. (laughs) Just relax, right? Make sure you clear that. You're gonna want to clear that history. You're gonna want to clear that history. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs)
2: Stop it. Uh gold medal, you women's US soccer gold medal ninety four. Um no ninety two, because it was one two thousand, right? Oh I don't remember. Olympic gold 96 96 2004 2008 2012 they have won gold in all of those events they won in 96 in 96 that's got to be the one because we were kids I yeah, was alive
3: me. in 1996 I was born in 1996 so
0: really you don't remember this roick what's your social security number <laughs> again with that question it wasn't the first time he didn't was or not? give it
2: the first time so
0: I don't think you get it this time so <laughs> you got his phone number today before the Show started. That was an improvement. You're making steps. If
2: anybody needs Ronix's number, just let me know. <laughs>
0: <Just> text. <laughs> we got Ronix's info right here. Hey, if wants watch Jesse's, we'll shove that out too. I don't Ooh, mind. no one will call. Sure. All right. What are we? Are we done? Mailbag? Right.
2: Let's we, go. That was, uh, that was a straight cash on me, everyone. You're welcome for someone coming prepared. 1994 Upper Deck Mia Ham. There you go. 40
0: bucks raw. Avoid the PSA 9. I think it's a weird buy. PSA 10, a thousand bucks. That's cool. I like that one. and I, And I like the Durant's. Mailbag, go. Let's bang these out rapid
2: fire. Mailbag. All right. Franco Caliz. You've talked about Caliendo? The guy who does the voices? Oh, I love Frank Caliendo. Can we get him on here? Oh, he does good voice. He we does can. Madden. We get,
0: we get no help with guests on this one. He so does no.
2: Madden. Yeah. Good. We Great. should get him. All right. We've talked uh you've talked about where to grade to death. Thank you, Franco. You're right. But not about how to prepare a card for submission, which might be helpful for folks. Can you talk a little bit about that, Mike? Yep. Use your eyes.
0: Check for things like centering, corners, edges. If you can see a blemish of any kind, a grader is going to see it times 10. And then grab a microfiber cloth and just simply wipe the surface of the card. Get the lint, the fingerprints, crap off of it.
2: Do the graders care about the lint? Like, will they not just wipe it off themselves? I mean, not lint,
0: but like fingerprints are a big thing. Just give it a wipe. It's easy to do.
2: Then put it in a top. But
0: the biggest thing is just use your eyes. It always amazes me how many guys are like, well, what is centering on this card? There's almost always some sort of, not that every card has a border, but like if you're not, if you don't know how to judge the centering because there's no border, go on eBay and look at a PSA 10 of that card to give you an idea. And then be critical. If you have a magnifying glass, that's what we used to use. Nick Piper over at Walk Off Submissions he he does card reviews. You send it to him for a few bucks. He reviews it and he says, hey, this is not gonna get higher than a PSA eight or an SGC eight. Don't waste your time doing it. I'm a big fan of using services like that. I just think it's a good he's not gonna clean your cards because that's stupid. And your cards are gonna come back altered, but he will review them for you. Saves you a ton of money long term.
2: What about like what are we sending them in? Top roller, loader
0: yeah, now piece it of tape is, on the it's top. A- gotten very lax you do top loaders you do card savers if you're going to use tape at all make sure it's painter's tape don't use scotch tape just ruins the surface and when you try to pull cards out there's a chance they
2: get damaged and graders hate that so all right brandy chastain 1999 world cup that's that's, that was 99 99 oh that was a
0: world cup not a u.s goal okay i forgot you were 13
2: yeah okay we were both 13 i guess all right interesting Back to Mailbag. All right, um Jack Ma, generally which is a better buy if pop count and price are similar? Select Courtside Base or Silver in Concourse or Premiere? I think the Silver Premiere
0: is the hardest to hit, I believe. I'm not super familiar with the with the short prints on Select. Is it Yeah, cuz those are all just different variations of the same card. Whatever one is the lowest printed, then just check. You can get odds on like which one comes out the most. That would tell you which one's harder to get. Um, and maybe it is concourse
2: level. I should know this and I don't. I'm sorry. Yep. I blew it. There's your answer. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. It it's possible to stump Mike, guys. We're seeing it today. Possible to stop. When do I ever have a. Re- I was trying to help make you not look terrible. Oh,
0: you know what we forgot to do? Stop mailbag right now. So everybody. Everybody shut beep, it down. Beep, beep, beep. I want to put this at the beginning of the show, too, because there's no way anybody's listening at this point still. (laughs) 76ers fans, go back and watch the YouTube video and all you idiots got loud and mouthy with me. Joel Embiid cannot hit shots when it counts. He was terrible last week in the game. It was a game three or four when he was horrendous in the fourth quarter. And then he missed two free throws last night when they blew one of the biggest leads in the fourth quarter in playoff history. The guy is overrated. He's not healthy enough to sustain this during the playoffs. His knee, everything about him. He had a fantastic game. Everybody's going to look at that stat line tell me how great he is. You blew a 22-point lead at home to the Atlanta Hawks. He was a ghost in the fourth quarter. He blew two free throws at the end of the game. Simmons is a liability late. I am a biased Boston fan and proud of it. 76ers fans, your process is a joke. Find a new name for that team. They're going to win the next two games and going to win a title. That was laughable last night, that performance, as was Utah. To not beat a Kawhi-less Clippers team, that's a joke. Absolute joke. We should have started. This is the biggest story right now, too. Kawhi with the knee being gone, man, that's massive. And Chris Paul, I haven't heard today.
3: Actually, you know what?
0: Let's bring him back on. Ronick, do you have any update on Chris Paul, by chance? Have you heard anything? You're way more plugged in.
3: Uh, I I think everyone knows the same thing, is that he is out for COVID-related protocols.
0: Still no time period, though, right? No time frame?
3: No, no one really knows anything. Man.
0: I cannot stand Chris Paul. I hope he comes back. I I don't want to see him miss time. But the fact that Kawhi... I don't know how you lose game five. I think that was in Utah, if I'm not mistaken. How do you lose that game without Kawhi? And Paul George is a guy who's been traditionally bad in the playoffs. I don't know that it's... uh, A lot depends on Kawhi's long-term health. But if Kawhi... And I don't think he's coming back now. But... Paul George is balling out, and I want to see Chris Paul come back. I want to see all the stars healthy for it. I I hate having stars injured. Harden, Kyrie, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Kawhi. All these dudes missing the playoffs is brutal. But the point of this, 76ers fans, this is why I make fun of your team. Do everything you you want in the regular season. I don't care. When it comes to winning playoff games that matter, I I am the biggest Hawks fan on the planet now. I hope Trey Young has 900 points next game. 900 he's gonna beat wilt's record and i'm going to celebrate it and yell it from the rooftops have fun with that one philly clowns all right jesse
2: mailbag i just i have a question are we leaving that in the middle of mailbag yeah you don't don't touch the show just leave it alone okay yeah there's no reason to move it no that's no reason this is why we babble
0: about my dad at the beginning anyways i mean i don't want to replace that valuable audio
2: This is why we put notes on the Excel spreadsheet. There
0: has to be moments. Not that I'm not. This is not the show's getting canceled. I think the show is doing great, actually. There has to be some moments, though, when Simmons listens to this and he's like, this is what we're doing. How how did they? In the midst of the 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 NBA playoffs, huge (laughs) injuries. This guy's talking about his dad at a bar
2: five years ago. how we started a show. It is, Bill. When Simmons inevitably does not listen to the show, he'll see the clip and be like, oh, they did talk about it. Good.
0: You know, another thing I'm curious about, and I would like, you know what? Bring him back. Last time, I'll leave you alone. I have noticed all other sports cards podcasts of any kind, and I actually did research this now because I was interested, are listed on Spotify, on the charts, under hobby or leisure. We're listed under sports. We are like number 150 to 225, sports always. We're never, like Bill's always one, two, three, you know, all the the big shows. But in hobby, these guys who we have way more subscribers and listeners to are all like top five in hobby. How do we get Spotify to change our categorization? Can this happen? I'd like, to be a, I'd like to take over the number one spot in hobby podcasts.
3: Yeah, it might be a bit above my pay grade, but
0: I can ask. Do you want me to ask somebody? Does that make, or maybe it doesn't make, and they may not care. If Spotify doesn't care, that's who's paying us. I don't care. But I just thought it'd be interesting to be like, hey, we have the number one hobby show in the country. Number three hobby show. I don't know number one, but some of the guys I've seen as high as number five, I know we're blowing their numbers out of the water.
3: I'll definitely ask about that because that is an interesting question.
0: Is that like I'll ask about it like you don't want to, but you're on air and you want me to do it? Because I don't it's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> no, I will
3: actually ask about that because I, I don't know the answer. Off Thank the you, cusp. Running.
0: Does that sound like a ridiculous request? Maybe I'm out I'm coming out of left field. Here. No, I, okay, I, I,
3: I don't think it does. I just don't really know um what okay how, how we can get a change or what they want us to be, but uh, I'll see.
0: It's like when Michael Scott banked, you just have to declare it.
3: You just, he didn't say he's banking from, he from the roof He declared.
0: You don't yell it; you declare it. <laughs> yeah, I was curious about that because I want to be like top five. I just want to tell people we're top five. I'll have shirts made. All right, mailbag.
2: I am. So-
0: I don't know what's happening right now. I feel great on keto this week.
2: Monday, you... I was ready to
0: kill myself. I'm feeling great. I'm sucking down monsters. I feel awesome. Go yeah, ahead.
2: no, it's really good. You're doing great. I'm happy. Um... Why don't you text me, Dad?
0: <laughs>
2: what's that? <laughs> we good? cut it michael ferraro it's uh,
0: ferrario you donkey every time with this guy you, you always pick I'm his questions
2: remember. you never get his name right Pick here's, different what's, people. here's what's great about mike he throws out questions that are short and somewhat new that we haven't had before. okay go ahead that's how he gets on here so much thoughts on blowout versus steel city versus dave and adams is there one you prefer to buy from or sell to uh, can you tell us what those are first? So those are the three biggest, I always get this wrong. They sell direct to the public. So is that a
0: wholesaler or a, re, that's a retailer, correct?
2: Retail, if they go to the public.
0: Yeah. So those are the three biggest retailers of boxes and cases of cards. Uh, Blowout is by far the biggest. Steel City and Dave Adams, I don't know how, they're huge. I don't know how big they are in comparison to each other or Blowout. Blowout is far and away number one. Um, Chris at Blowout has always been super easy to deal with when selling cases to. Um I, would, I have bought from all three in the past. Uh, I would advise you to do this. if, Whenever you're going to buy, it never hurts to just contact customer service. Say, hey, I would like to buy cases X, Y, and Z. If I buy in bulk, can I get a discount? Um, but I've bought from all three. Never had an issue. Um, occasionally, too, when they pr- start pre-selling stuff, you have to put a $100 deposit down. See who has the cheaper prices and lock it up if it's a product you know you want. Topps Chrome is going to come out in two months but you know you want it now, well, go check out pre-sale prices and see if you can lock one up cheaper with one or the other. But all three are good for that. Um, Somebody else actually answered this question on Facebook and said, buy from Facebook breakers. That's true too. Me and Eddie sell product direct sometimes to to customers. Shop around, always. Make
2: sure it's a reputable person, but shop around. You know where a a great place to buy is? The Whatnot app. This Friday, 8 p.m. Central Time. We're going to be on there selling, selling some wax,
0: selling some cards, just hanging out, keeping it real loose. Jesse, if we have less than hundred people live, I'm out. I told you that I am not going Friday night for 12 people. So the name is sports cards, nonsense. Yes. Sports cards, nonsense on the what not app. The name, um, excuse me. There will be some giveaways. I get some, I'm going to throw out some shirts for fun, some cards. I'm going to have to ask about the giveaway
2: thing. You know,
0: if someone buys something, I just put it in the package with it.
2: We'll have to figure it out.
0: I just figured it out.
2: Oh, Why buy! Don't? Oh, you mean buy something and then give it? Yeah,
0: we could. Yeah, do that. yeah, yeah. I'm not. Oh, we're not gonna do like a list. Like, hey, everybody! No, if you buy hmm. stuff, random people, I'm just gonna throw some stuff in for free and have fun with it. So. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do a couple more questions. I've ruined
2: this segment. <laughs> no, my senses delivered.
0: That. It's trash.
2: <laughs> All right. Um. Are do we, we have no intro to see- music?
0: Did we get that? I got just I'm sorry.
2: You people have no idea. <laughs> that's why we no have no idea. For three days. That's that's how I got the job on the show. No one else wanted it. Is there. it all benefit? Tyler Termite Hayes, is it at all beneficial to collect all the parallels for certain players or products given the pricing on base cards right now?
0: Yeah. If you like a player, I would suggest buying parallels and SPs and variations instead of base. Absolutely.
2: But in, in from an investment standpoint? Yeah. Still, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean we've seen that market stay a lot stronger than the base market has. for Yes. Sure.
2: Okay. Yep. Um Mark Austria. nailed it. LeBron okay. is obviously a goat, but is he the least like among himself, Jordan and Kobe? And do you think the effects this affects his card prices um when he retires?
0: Yeah, this is funny. Anytime I knock LeBron, people get upset like So, I don't care what his political views are at all, or his social justice issues that he speaks out on, doesn't speak out on. I don't care what side he falls on. I'm just telling you, based on how the market responds, LeBron is much more hated than those other two guys. I would argue this point, though. LeBron is probably the nicest guy of those three. Jordan was known for being a compulsive, crazy gambler who punched a teammate in the face at least once. Kobe had some horrible accusations early in his life. Kobe died young, and tragically, and all of a sudden now it's like this is, there's this mystique around him like he was a great competitor. If I want someone to win a series, I'd take Kobe over LeBron, not in terms of overall greatness, but to win a series. And I grew up hating the Lakers. I loved Kobe. But if you're asking me like what is like the nicer of those three guys? I don't think LeBron's ever done anything where I've thought man, he's a real scumbag of a person. Ever. I have thought that with the other two people at times. And and, and rightly so. However, we live in a day and age now where if you speak up for one side or the other, the other side of the argument hates you. That has affected LeBron in the hobby, no question. Is it right? I don't know. I, I, I don't care. But the market cares, to a degree. So,
2: I'm yeah, going to be honest. That's a totally different take
0: than I thought you were going to have. Like LeBron's building schools for kids. He's involved in charities. You take out the politics you don't like about him, and he's a pretty stand-up guy. Ha, ha, but he but he faces way more hate. No question. He faces more hate than those two. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Michael Jordan. He punched Steve Kerr in the face. Oh, he was competitive. <laughs> he gambled $8 trillion a month away and took him away from his team at times. Oh, he's competitive. I mean, fine. I, I don't care. I don't knock him for that either. As long as the guy's doing what I want to do on the court, that's all I care about. But LeBron faces way more of that. I think that is more indicative of the time he plays. If Jordan played today, he would be under some amazing scrutiny at times, despite how good he is.
2: I mean, Jordan is in Space Jam 1 and LeBron is in Space Jam 2. Sure. What does that mean? I don't know. What? I don't know what it means, but it means something. Thank you for your take, Mike. We appreciate that. Um, Edward Gilroy wants to know, I have asked before, so I don't want to push it, but I'm really curious about what you think of Court Kings as a product, mainly uh, mainly Jesse's opinion. But if that co-host wants to kick in, he'll take it from you, too. Co-host will take this, and I'll answer for the host. He's never heard of the product. Never seen the movie. I've heard of Court Kings. There's no
0: chance you've heard of Court Kings product. We don't ever talk about it. It's a quiet release. I don't like it. I used to like it because it was a cheaper product and it was affordable, but you still could hit some big stuff. Nowadays, I think it's so expensive, it's priced itself out. You can make money on the whack side of it, but I would never rip it. And you can buy singles if you want because they are cheap. But I don't like the Overall, I just think because the market has climbed such high, like such new levels, I don't like Court Kings for that reason anymore.
2: Joe Vargas. Where do I know the name Vargas? That's an interesting name. Who do you think is the better long-term hold? Lamello or Edwards? That was in the opposites episode, remember? Vargas. That was
0: Vargas. That yes. was, see?
2: There we go.
0: Rewatchables, here we go. Fire up an episode. <laughs> Merv Griffin, sep- Episode <laughs> season seven. You said episode Merv one. Gripping. Merv Griffin. <laughs> What was the question? I don't even know. Who's a better hold?
2: LaMelo or Edwards' long-term hold? Man, I
0: like LaMelo. I think LaMelo's much more complete. I think Edwards can score in bunches at times. He's stuck in Minnesota, and that team is putrid, despite having him and Cat. I like LaMelo. I think LaMelo's a legit player. Okay. And value-wise, he has such a crazy social uh, media presence. I think his values are going to stay stay solid. Eddie, as a matter of fact, pulled a super low-print auto of LaMelo. I was watching a live break on Geo Breaks like, minutes before we signed on for this. Uh, impeccable came out yesterday that auto was probably worth a thousand or or more it was like a
2: low numbered steel auto crazy money um dang Uh, there's a there's a question about that too i'll have to find it here in a second uh actually i'll just ask it now i found it anthony real ryle would a modern psa slabbed card that has no grade but is authentic hold more value than a modern card that is slabbed and graded less than a nine with any grading company including psa no,
0: not with mo- modern. If it just is authentic, I don't. I would just stay away from it. Just means it's a real card that's probably been altered and messed with in some way. In modern stuff, that's tough. In old, really old vintage, authentic still carries some weight. But I would rather have a PSA eight than an authentic like twenty eighteen Prism or something. Oh, yeah, okay. for modern, I would stay away from authentic. Or that could also mean. By the way, real quick, that could also mean somebody sent it in said, "I want a minimum of a nine on this card. If it doesn't grade a nine, just slab it authentic." Beckett does this. I don't know if PSA does it or not, like a min grade. So it's like either something's happened to the card or it didn't reach the grade they wanted it to. I'd rather just know the grade on the card. I might take it over like a modern day PSA 6, but like I'd rather have an 8 than an authentic.
2: Interesting. Okay. Uh, Another PSA. Riveting. I thought that was interesting. I've never heard that before. Oh, well, good. Ian Babcock, are we going to see post-shutdown PSA 10s become more valuable than pre-shutdown PSA 10s? Nope. I don't think so. PSA Any ten is difference? definitely
0: grading it. The reason people are asking about that and inquiring is because PSA is grading a lot tougher now than they were. People are getting less tens. Oh. Guys, I know who have been grading for years who scrutinize their cards are getting about half, if not less than half, of what they used to get for PSA tens. So the thought is, hey, they're going to be much more harder, to, much harder to get, so they'll be more rare. Yeah, I don't think want to see. I don't think want to see the market respond that way. I don't. Let me ask
2: Nat about this grading specifically. Oh, Matt, yeah. Nat Turner way, on Monday. Yep. Nat Turner coming on the show on Monday. Did you respond to
0: the email, by the way?
2: Yes, Steph, he did. His okay. assistant did. Thank you, Ronick, for setting that up. Um, all no, right. Leave Ronick alone. He's been on the show more than you. <laughs> just kidding. Jason. Jason Peck. Three more. You, this
0: is one, one, two.
2: Go. Do you break any vintage at Geo Breaks? Nope. Rip. Rip. All nope. almost all just new stuff over the last two or three years. Whatever happened to all those uh that old box of stuff
0: that you got. Oh, the like, tops traded. I have a I still have I've got that full case of 1989 Tops Traded set. It's not really ooh. breaking because it's a it's a full set. You know you're getting, but that's where I pulled the Barry Sanders rookies. I still sell those for like 70, 75 bucks a piece. You know what? I, I can hear it now. Whatnot,
2: coming this Friday. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll give some of that stuff away. I don't care. We'll have fun with that. We'll sell them. All right. Jacob Schneider for baseball Zach? rookie cart. Oh, for sorry. baseball rookie cards, they're pro rookie card, not prospect. Do you prefer Tops or Bowman? Never Which go, do get think... New
0: York calls. Oh boy. Um, for pro, I like Tops. Bowman is the prospect. Bowman outsells Tops a lot of times. I personally have always liked the look of Tops Chrome over Bowman prospects. Last question. All right. Mailbag. Um,
2: <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Will Robertson wants to know if you were trying to sell a high dollar card, $10,000 plus. Yeah. How would you go about doing it? Auction house, something like that. Um, obviously he points out the, the eBay auction for the Michael Jordan that went under 200,000 was probably not the way to do it.
0: You know, maybe I don't know if that Michael Jordan would have done more at PSA at, at an auction house though, than it did on, on eBay. I here, here was what I would do under 50 grand. I would probably eBay it with a big time consigner. On I I would. Here's why I hate auction houses. Listing times, how far out are they? You know, the buyer's premium has been really irritating people lately. It's not new, but like guys who are new to the auction house game. And then payouts seem to always take forever with yeah, almost every auction house.
2: It's hard to get their money.
0: And then you don't, I don't think you have any control over when they start. And like, how many times have we seen auction houses have the same card, multiple listings of it, or something ridiculous? I think eBay is a very good way to go. And the fees are comparable to any auction house you're gonna find. Especially with consigners on a big card like that. Like a PC sports on a big graded card, it's like seven percent. Find an auction house is gonna do it for that. I don't I, I yeah, I don't think okay. it's the worst idea. If it's All a right. million-dollar card, <laughs> go to an auction house and make sure it's like the headliner in the listing. If it's something crazy like that, 300000 dollars Jordan, you know, 101 auto or something. Sure. But other than that, like if you got a 25000 dollars Joe Burrow. I would eBay that thing. And I would I would just communicate with the consigner. I want to, I hey, I know you don't usually do this. I want to know when it'll start. I want to approve of start time, seven-day auction, ending late on a Sunday night. I'd want some input. Will consigners think, do that? Not usually, but I don't think that's unreasonable for a big card like that. For a big card, okay. And, and if they wouldn't, find one that will. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if it's something like that, I, I'd want some say.
2: So um, Before we end it, I found this card, Mike. Can you go. tell me, is it worth anything? That's your LaMelo. That's this worth at least my- two bucks. This is a global prospects. Prism,
0: Prism draft global prospects. Lamello ball. Um,
2: can I sell this for anything?
0: So much. If you autograph that with a Sharpie, you could sell for more. People are gonna want the Jesse
2: autograph. <sighs> this is coming into the nationals. By the way, I've
0: got all those Snickers for the show with the Snickers? Emblem. Snickers and Snickers. I want you to <laughs> autograph those for the show. We're done. It's one eleven. I gotta call this guy back. I hope this is what it was. Could be interesting. May all have right. some may have some big news. I don't know if we'll be able to speak about any of that actually. So
2: we'll see. Bottom line: This Friday, tomorrow, it is going to be at eight p.m. The whatnot app, Central guys, time. tune in. Yes, eight p.m. Central, Central time. time. Whatnot app. Um, Sports cards nonsense is the name. We'll I'm going to share. The, I'm going to share
0: the link across all of our socials. Click it, follow us, so you get the notification. We'll be back Monday. Well, actually, I had fun. You know I'll be honest with you. I don't know how much. I don't know how the audience will respond. us. I thought I liked today's show. I like that we. I like the total. It probably could have used a tiny bit more direction. No, that's my fault. I like the <laughs> freelance blind react crap.
2: I, like I really do.
0: I like watching the Twitter feed live to see what crap's popping up. I, yeah,
2: I'm good. With I, it. I, I agree. So long as the audience agrees with us, if the oh, audience agrees, see, that's the difference. Like, I don't care. I hope they do. But I'm saying see, I want to continue to do the show. So that's my thing.
0: Yeah, there's a fine line, though, between like, what, is, what do you like and are you pandering? I thought yes, to, to me. and but in my in my ideal world, this is exactly it. And I like having Ronik as a third man in for like some spot segments there. I like well, that. Well, good. Kind of we crap. figured
2: it out five months in. Not too bad. I still think it'd be fun <laughs> to have a third man in once
0: in a while, like who would sit for the show and kind of like, you know, react and like just throw in with us. It's hard to find somebody who keeps up with the with the banter and fun it's like I feel like when someone comes on, yes. we've yet to find somebody. Like when it's Bill, it's tough because the show then revolves around Bill, as it should. He's the
1: biggest sure. personality
0: in podcasting in the world. Fine. It's hard to find that guy who comes in and is one of the guys. That's not a knock on Bill. He tries to be. He just, he's huge. He, you know, I think it'd be kind of fun to have that guy who comes in and is one of the guys for a show
2: once or twice a month. I think it'd be fun. For everyone listening, if you think you could be that third guy, Mike's oh. cell phone number is 978. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Jessie's home, addri- yeah. home address. Jesse's home address. Reach lives. out to Mike if you want to be the third guy on sports cards nonsense. All right, folks, that's it. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> no, I'm because then I have to tell people
0: like, hey, you're probably a drip. Yeah. People are not self-aware all the time. I'm not, you know it's not a knock.
2: Unlike us who are very self-aware. Oh, I know I'm a scumbag. I'm not yeah, I'm not playing games. I'm really uh there you go. Cool.
0: Sports cards nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network powered by Spotify. You listen to it anywhere you get your podcast, make sure you check out our website too, Sports SportsCardsNonsense.com with all our card services. All the stuff we talk about on the show, there's links, there's a bunch of discount codes, uh, merchandise on the website. Uh check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us everywhere. We do giveaways, too, on the socials just for fun now and to drum up activity. So there you go. I have to go. We're getting another call from New York. I will call you back and when I have results. Bye. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing.